Hi team, and what's the good news? The good news is today is Sunday, so we have another episode for you. Uh, we're on season two, episode twenty-five. Can you let me think? We're gonna pick up where we left off last week, so let's get into it. It was like they were using their own bodies as a battering ram. Some ran head first, others ran chest first, but every one ran or flew. It was like cheese through a cheese slicer. Some did get through. The pressure from a seemingly endless horde, some got through. Well, parts of them cut cut from the sides of the hole from which they came. Unusual shapes. Parts of chest, head, arms, wings, and seemingly other random body parts falling lightly inside the tavern. As the next wave, bang! More parts. This time, the holes and pieces were bigger. All were hoping they would run out of bodies before the holes got big enough and before they got all the way through. Have you ever been at the zoo? Have you seen the kid banging on the glass of a poor, defenseless tiger or predator of your choice, and they just won't leave it alone? And then the predator takes advantage of a kink in the armor and then starts tearing the child from limb and limb to limb. Well, something like that happened. The woman paraded around. Marla can't, Marla can't take much more of this. I don't like tight spaces. I don't like being confined. I, I feel trapped. I feel trapped. I feel trapped. With each pass by the window, she got more and more wound up. Do you know when the correct answer is to not say anything, but you go ahead and say it anyway? Yeah, it's kind of like that. Josh and Sa- Sasha were watching Marla pace back and forth. Almost clearing a track on the dusty floor, they wondered if they should say anything, As even, and even if they did, I wonder if Marla would even hear them. They saw Jenny was still asleep or dead on the floor. At this point, it didn't matter much. Josh hoped that she was dead. I mean, that, that one body may mean the difference between life and death, especially if they come in here. Other than that, Marla and Jenny and every, other than Marla and Jenny, everyone else was hiding behind the bar. As quiet as can be, only peeking up at random intervals to see if Don has came. Spoiler alert, it hasn't. Marla continued to pace and wind herself up even more. Well, on her 84th lap, she finally got confident. Confident enough and loud enough. What are you waiting for? You aren't coming in here. Marla turned to the people peeking up over the bar, and that's when the dam broke. That's when the panel broke. The flimsy panel... The flimsy panel gave way, and a talon for hand crept through, almost like a claw machine. Except for this one, wanted you to win. And, expl- and to best explain it was Josh. One minute she was there, the next she was gone. But all but two weird things were happening. The one, the room was not filled with vultures. Two, they even blocked the windows with their wings and bodies. They were either too dumb or just didn't know that the window was open. Sasa said what everyone was thinking, don't jinx it. This could be really bad. And those, my friends, were the magic words, too. Because after that, Jenny pried her face up off the wooden floor. Hey, the window's broken. Hey, where's the woman? Josh and Sasha just stared at at each other and then began to explain. But then, have you ever been midway through telling a story and realized that the other person was lost, or has been lost from the jump? Well, apparently it's like that. What, uh, well, apparently it's like that. 
what happened when Jenny was recovering when she was dead to the world. Josh and Sasha tried to tell Jenny all that had transpired, but ended up talking over each other and stepping on each other, and didn't leave room for Jenny to ask any kind of clarification questions. Both of them were on a train without brakes, and one of their pauses for air, Jenny grumbles, Can you do me a favor? Reluctantly, Josh and Sasha agree. Can you please shut the hell up? This had sucked the air out of the room, similar to where Marlar was there one minute and gone the next. They were high energy. They, they were high energy talking, and then silence. No, it wasn't Jenny's anger that would happen next. That was weird. It was Marla's voice. They won't hurt you. They only want to help you. Jenny sat up against the bar stool. Enough ver- vultures were there to obscure the window, but that was all. They could they could kind of see outside of it, similar to a stage or shadow puppets. Jenny found this really weird. A figure resembling Marla was within view, but only a sh- only a silhouette shadow, though awkwardly moving, moving nonetheless. There isn't many of us out here. Or there isn't many out here. You could save me. These were all that Josh needed to hear, and he stood up and took inventory of how many slugs were in the slug thrower from the bar. Jenny looked over at him. It's useless, you know. As she said, she, uh, she said that she was uh, doing a dip to get her legs up from underneath her and sit in the chair. Josh ignored her and kept loading the the component. Or ke- Josh ignored her and kept loading the slug thrower and, ke- and checked the components of his weapon. More cries from outside. Please, I don't want to die like this. And with that, Josh cocked his slug thrower and headed for the window. They're just fooling you. Josh didn't understand what Sasha was saying, what uh, Jenny was saying. Look how she moves. She's a puppet, Jenny said. If she, like, even if she was out there, she'd be lucky if she's still alive. That's what they thought was Marla, or what they thought was Marla outside. She tried to put her hands on her hips, but missed. Jenny caught it. It was those subtle actions that were missed by Josh until he looked harder. And he sat the slug thrower down. And uh, and it was almost as fate would have it. I'm not a puppet, see? Said the voice of Marla. But she moved even more like a puppet. It was hard, almost like suffering. And then that's when Marla's voice changed. A change of tactic. It changed to cry. Yes, even in a futuristic universe, a futuristic universe, the age-old cry because your suffering technique is a firm go-to. And this is pulling on everyone's heartstring. And again, Jenny issued her threat. Please, shut the hell up so I can think. Josh and Sasha just looked at each other as neither of them had said anything. And that's all I have for today. Uh, a huge shout out to, to Terrence, to Chris, to Toby, to Amber. You guys are all super amazing. Jeff, Opie, you guys are all amazing in helping me to make this, make this happen. I appreciate your your support, and I'll try to have another 1% next week. Until next time, stay frosty, my friends.